Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live.
No more back to thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty.
to trust you, doesn't want to disgust you. But he was in the midst of sinners that did not disgust you. And just today, his anxiety's got the best of him. He knows Christ, but for hours refused to rest in him. He's not the best of men, but Lord, I know he really loves you. And I can't understand why lately he's not thinking of you. People trust this dude. You can trust this dude. Father, he needs more of you. I pray you touch this dude. What can I say to him? I'm determined to pray for him. Father, empty and break him. I pray you'll just have your way with him. If there's a change in him, and the effects are strong, I pray you'll open up his heart before the next song. And when he gets home, I pray you'll open up the 66 book love letter you wrote and soak it up. Cause he ain't hearing you, and he ain't feeling me. And God, I know it's killing you, because it's killing me. And matter of fact, there's something else he's concealing. See, the person that I've been praying about is really me.
the background. I can play the background. Yes. I'm going to be playing the background. Amen. Pretending to be stage fright. Yeah. Amen. We all need to practice stage fright. Still, we always want to jump on somebody's stage, you know. Amen. We do give glory and honor to the Almighty this morning. Amen. Truly, he is able. He is more than able this morning. Amen. To move on your behalf. Hallelujah. Amen. We are here again this morning. Amen. With the word from the master. Hallelujah. Amen. I had a call a moment ago that came in and uh I didn't take the call. So I uh waited till I got my music on and I called the call back. And when I called the caller back, the caller said I was wanting to make a pledge. I wanted to make a donation. And uh I said And the uh, caller, uh, she said, I'd like to make a pledge. And uh, she said, uh, 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 Jimmy Swagger is Jimmy Swagger Ministries. And uh, I said, no, this is not Jimmy Swagger Ministry. I said, but, you know, I praise the Almighty for you having a heart to want to give your donations for the cause of the gospel, and uh, uh, are you sure, you know, that the Lord is leading you, you know, you pray, and you make sure, because this is Fellowship of Love, Apostle Anderson, and you make sure which way the Lord is asking you to send forth your donation, because I think it's kind of ironic, maybe she wanted to send me that $60 million, you know, she might want to send that $60 million over here to Fellowship of Love so we can really show some love to God's people, amen, out here that are uh, living from day to day, pillar to post, hallelujah. The Almighty don't want you broke, busted, and disgusted. He wants you to have some money, hallelujah. And trust me, amen, we'll be on the line saying today we're taking callers, with needs, that your needs will be met. And that day is coming. Hallelujah. That your needs will be met, amen, from top to bottom. Amen. Your sons and daughters will be released, hallelujah, amen, from bondage. Hallelujah. I don't care if it's incarceration, if it's bondage to drugs and alcohol, because why? Because the word of the Almighty has declared, amen, that he's going to bring you out. Yes, hallelujah. He's going to bring you out because you believe this morning, amen. Not because you have some a certain way that you do your thing. Amen. Do it like Lacrae say do it. He said, Amen. He 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 scared to trust his own ambition. Yes, it's time, amen, that we get under the word. Hallelujah. 
that the word may get in us. He said, I'm going to get in the word of God. Hallelujah. I want you to get under this word. Hallelujah. That the word may impart inside of you. Hallelujah. That you may be able to live in this world and not be of it. Hallelujah. We're in society today. We're wrapped up in this big ball of confusion. And in this ball of confusion, here we are. But we're not confused this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because we know that there's one greater than all. Amen. That's able to put away body, mind, and soul. Glory to God. So we're here this morning by his grace and all because he has appointed me to preach this gospel. Hallelujah. And I'm glad about it this morning. I wasn't too happy and glad at 545 because I wanted to lay back down. Hallelujah. But at 635, my joy has been filled. Glory to God. And I am now ready to preach this gospel. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Make no mistake about it, amen. If you are called by the Lord, amen, sometimes I feel like Jonah. I feel like, amen, Jeremiah. I don't want to come here and preach at 6 a.m. in the morning. Hallelujah. 6 a.m. in the morning, I'm just still myself trying to get uh, my first cup of coffee. But I tell you what, I'm glad to be here, whether I, you, or whosoever is here, amen. I know and I have the assurance that, He's working this thing out this morning, and as I said, we need to be guilty of getting under the word. You know, well, I'm 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 under one of the greatest pastors. Hallelujah! You could be under one of the greatest evangelist pastor or whatever you know teacher, but I want you to get under the word of God. Hallelujah! That that's all you can think. Amen. Is the word every time you try and go away from the word, the word itself. That's down in the inside of you. It draws you back to the word. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm grateful this morning. As I was getting ready to lay down last night, I was I had my little phone, and I was trying to put this program on the phone because I found out a way. Uh, I just sit to lay down in the bed and get my program on. So in the morning time, it's already on. All I need to do is just come on in here to the office and get on it. Amen. Hallelujah. And that helped some to motivate and to, to stimulate and to, you know, help draw me to this word because, you know, I, I understand Jonah in a sense how he felt about going and preaching the gospel to these people. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we're so grateful this morning that you've called us, you've chosen us and our bonds of affliction and that you're teaching us how to love and how to respect others, Lord, and how to, Lord, give this thing called love. And if we don't get it back in return, it's all good because you said, Father, Lord, just love them. And love will change our hearts and change them. So we're grateful this morning for your word, that your word is abiding in us and that change has came and we're not the same, God. And those that have listened to these program, amen, for near, we bless those over in the U.K., Canada, Vietnam, hallelujah, and Ukraine, and all these nations, 
amen, glory to God, that has downloaded these programs, amen, these uh, episodes. God bless them. Keep them, Father Lord. Lord, you lead them and show them the way, Father Lord. Let no man steer them, Lord, away from you because you all we need in these last and evil days, Father. You will put in us that that we need to have in order to escape, amen, this society, this world, Lord. You've kept us. You've watched over us. You neither let death, the accident, anything prevail. No one broken in, Lord. We are blessed this morning. And for those, Lord, that have lost loved ones, family, and friends through some sickness or disease or accident, we, Father, Lord, pray, God, your love over that family, Father, that your word will continue to convict and work in their hearts, Lord, and let them realize and recognize, Lord, that, oh, Father, Lord, that whatsoever they would lose in the shamble, Lord, that you will grant and give, Lord, and return it back into them. We thank and bless you this morning, Father, Lord, for what you've done, what you're getting ready to do, and what you're doing right now. And now, Lord, we give this hour over to you. We ask you, Lord, that it be full of joy, expectation, and that your will be done. We repent, Father, of anything that would try and stand before us, Lord, to hinder the word from going out into the ears and the eyes and the ones that stand in need of this word that you're getting ready to bring. We honor and trust you and thank you. And the Most High, Yah, Selah, and then Yahshua, Jesus, that son, we give the glory to. Amen. Well, good morning, good morning, uh, family and friends. Uh, we're so glad that you tuned in this morning to another episode, amen, of the Father's love toward his children. Amen. Yesterday we were talking about how that he loved us. Father love us to the point of Shama. You need to wake up, sweetheart. Wake up, Shama. Get on up. The Father loves us in regardless of our condition this morning. So many times people think that they have to do it this way and that way in order to be able to please the Father, you do, you do. You can look at Cain and Abel, and you can see what displeases the Father. And what this what displeases the Father this morning is when we don't love our brother enough to rescue him from his impending danger. And when I speak of impending danger, I speak of the ones that are on their way to hell and don't know it. And not only are they on their way to hell, but they're leading their faultless children to hell. I know what I'm talking about because I was studying on generational curses and reading all them books I guess it's been now probably about 10 or 15 years reading all them different books and stuff. And the Lord spoke to me three weeks ago, and he said the best way to destroy a generational curse is to stop doing it. No book is going to help you to overcome the issues 
with the siblings, uh, your parents, I had to look at my life, and I looked, and the Lord put me in remembrance of at the age of 21, I thought about how foolish my life was. I thought about how that the things my father had done and had said to me, uh, they began to become real in my life. And I wanted a family. I didn't want my sons and daughters to know that in my days that we still lived in the wild, wild west, still shooting up, running and shooting and all that foolishness, getting shot at and fighting. And, you know, it was terrible. But that was the word that was spoken up on me uh, but I had a praying mother, and my mother, she said, well, you look like your father, but you're not going to be like him. Not that my daddy was a, but I guess a sinner is a sinner. So uh, there's no way to explain, not because, it's because. And so this morning, I want to back up over a little bit in the book of Jonah. Yesterday, we talked about how that, the father love for the lost. And we know the golden text was found in John 3, which is Sunday school lesson. John, what's all that static in there? Let me see here what's going on. Oh, I know what it is. I need to mute. Mute the lines again. That's one of my callers. Now, let's see. Okay. It's, it's better. The golden text was found in the book of Jonah 3 and 10. God saw their works, that they turned from their evil ways, and Yah repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them. And he did it not. The golden text, God saw their works. You reckon he see our works today? We have got to dispel this dislike spirit. I was on here last night. And I decided to, I was, I was just, like I said, I put my phone on, and I was listening to another ministry. It said, True Freedom. And when I called in and was listening, these two individuals was going back and forward at one another. And the only thing, and, 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 after, and now I began to know what they were, they're a talk show, and that's what they do. They just war amongst themselves like, no, no, man, you you, you lying, man. You you got dead bodies in your state, talking about Chicago. You got dead bodies. No, man, uh, 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 your mama, you MF mothers, you, you, and I'm like, 
I thought this was about truth or freedom, truth and freedom. So I was in the chat. I put in the chat. There's no freedom in this room. No love in this room. So somebody responded, who are you talking to? I'm talking to whosoever not walking in love. We need to learn to walk in love. Regardless if I call you and say something to you that you don't like, remember, since you don't like it, maybe you ought to go to 1 John 4 and begin to live 1 John 4. You know, First Peter 4, First Peter 4, First John 4 also talks about love. First Peter 4, it talks about suffering. First Corinthians 13, it talks about love. We need to get under this word this morning so it can change us from the inside out. So I'm going to put some water on. Okay, I want you to have something to eat if it's nothing but toast, okay? For your aid. We need to get under the word. If we get under this word, then we can get in the word. Many times we're trying to get in the word and we're trying to call someone to pray with us. We're trying to. Uh, you know, we want to walk in our calling, but we need a personal relationship. See, Jonah... Jonah had a personal relationship, but he would not walk in love, which leads us to the book of Jonah, the first chapter. Now the word of the Lord came and came to Jonah, the son of Ethel, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city. Now I want you to look here in the third chapter. Uh, of Jonah. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise and go into Nineveh, that great city. That's chapter 3. And we're going to go back to chapter 1. And I'm going to show you right here that the Father, he gives us opportunity and he gives us a chance to get it right. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the son of Mithel, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and crowd against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But, see, when the but get in, that's I. I, Jonah, arose to flee to Tasha. But it said, but Jonah arose to flee to Tasha. Now, the spirit of Horton and all that stuff is working together because Horton means that I'm going to do what I want to do. And the Bible says that when we do what we want to do, we go a-hoing on God. Numbers the 11th chapter, it gives an illustration of the children of Israel went a-hoing on God. Some of them rose up and began to commit sin with one another. Some of them rose up, and they all rose up except for the Levites and made a golden image that they wanted to worship. And we still today, we're looking for a man to be over us, and we're looking for someone to lead us. He went to Tasha from the presence of the Lord. See, we're always going to do it our way, and it leads us away from the Almighty. You know, we if you're going to work for the king, 
If you go down to, amen, your job and you work there and you do it that, that way at McDonald's, you ain't bought your own meat up in McDonald's trying to make burgers and sell it your way. No. Well, why would you want to try and do your own thing, amen, when the Almighty told Jonah to arise and go to well? None of this. Told you to rise, amen, and give that donation to Fellowship of Love, but you start talking about Jimmy Swagger. I'm not to convince her, amen, where to send her money to. That's between her and the Almighty. But it's kind of uh, ironic that you would call, amen, Fellowship of Love talking about Jimmy Swagger. But I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about Jonah. But I'm just going to show you how we can get mixed up. Jonah was mixed up. Now, he is, he would rather do what? He'd rather go to Tasha from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tasha. He went on down to Joppa, and he got him a ship. So he paid the fare and went down into it. He didn't just get up there on the deck. He went down in the inside with the word of God in him. He took the word down, amen, and he tried to hide himself from the presence. Somebody's hiding this morning, amen, from the Lord. Somebody's hiding something that the Lord has spoken to you right now. I'm talking to you right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. And you are going down maybe in your health. Hallelujah, something is going down this morning. The Bible said that uh, uh, he went down into the ship. And there he fleed from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind. You can't run from the presence of God because even though Satan, amen, is the prince of power of the air, but he didn't say he was king and in control of the air, the wind, hallelujah. You know, in the beginning, he created heaven and earth. He spoke and said, let there be, hallelujah. And he's speaking this morning, and he said, let it be. Let this thing be so this morning that you will get a hold to this word this morning, and you realize that, you know, I'm struggling for nothing. Hallelujah. You got to go down before you can come up. Hallelujah. You got to go down into the word, amen. If you will search the depths of the word of God, or you would take this word of God and not just listen to it because it sounds like, amen, you know, I got this thing together. I don't have it together. Amen. I ain't even, you know, the Lord is saying to me this morning that when we uh, get under the word, the word is uh, your covering, not your, uh, your bishop. That ain't your, that's not your covering this morning. Hallelujah. Many of our coverings, we, 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 we get under men's, a ministry, amen, a, a women's men, and then we say that we have some covering. 
But I found the cover this morning, hallelujah, and it's not on the page of the books, but it's down off in the inside of the books, amen, that has infested the inside of me to the point of, amen, I can understand what the prophets of the Almighty felt like. You know, they always were told to go, Jeremiah was told to go, Jeremiah the seventh chapter, go and stand, amen, uh, 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 at the gate, uh, go stand at the church house. And tell them that's going inside of the church house that my house shall be called by my name. And you have made it into a den of thieves where you are practicing your own stuff. He's saying this morning to us that we need to, amen, check. We need to check ourselves this morning, amen, you know, a man, 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 prone to go to the doctors, and and, and there at the doctor office we get a checkup and a, you know all these different X-rays and everything. Hey man, you you you'll take all your clothes off just like the, the nurse told you to do, so that the doctor can examine you. But you won't let the Almighty this morning examine you through this word. Hallelujah. This is your examination this morning. Seven Corinthians thirteen five. It says, examine yourself. Let's see whether or not. You be of the faith, or whether you be reprobate. He says you need to prove ye your own self. Hallelujah. I, I'm not going to judge no one this morning because, amen, I stand before the Almighty to be judged whether or not I'm pleasing unto him. Amen. Jonah went down in a ship fleeing from the presence of the Almighty. Now, you got to understand that where the Almighty was telling him to go to, these were barbaric peoples. Hallelujah. These peoples, amen, would hang you up, amen, on a stick. Uh, 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 it says here that uh, uh, the time Jonah obeyed, he learned a hard lesson. See, some of us, amen, we're going to have to learn this lesson the hard way. You know, you maybe you're going to hard night school this morning. You're going to have a hard road to hoe running from the Lord. I'm not running from the Lord. Well, if you're not doing what he told you to do, you are running. And if you are running, you are playing the harlot. You 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 are uh, prostituting uh, uh, that that the Almighty has given us you are prostituting it, amen, for your own cause. So we need to stop hoing on God. Amen. The Bible says that he saw a great wind on the sea, and that was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship was about to be broken up. Then the mariners, the marinas, were afraid, and every man cried out, to his God. There were many people on board, amen, that had different gods, but Jonah, amen, was the cause of this confusion. Why? Because he was disobeying the Almighty. He was doing his own thing. He he wanted to go and do what he wanted to do. So there he was causing harm to the ship. So then they began to lighten the loads of the ship, throwing everything off, you know, amen. But Jonah had gone down into the lowest part of the ship. He down way down in the ship and was fast asleep. He wasn't worried about nothing. 
because he still knew deep down inside that would ever happen. Amen. Where can I go from God? Hallelujah. Psalms 139. Where can I go from God? Hallelujah. And he knew that he may have been on a run, but he wasn't getting away. Hallelujah. So Jonah went down into the Lord's part of the ship and laid down and was fast asleep. Amen. Jonah 1 and 6 says, So the captain came to him and said to him, What do you mean, sleeper? <laughs> what are you doing, you fool? You sleeping? We about to, man, arise. Call on your God. Now, this particular God had a capital. But when he cried out, amen, in the fifth verse, it said, call out to your gods. You know, y'all got all these other gods. But then the ship marina knew the God that this man was serving. So he said, cry out to your big God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. So he knew Jonah. Amen. He can look and tell. He wasn't worried about nothing. So he had a bigger God because he had a better idea. Verse 7 said, and they said to one another, come, let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this trouble has come upon us. So they cast lots, and the lots fell on Jonah. Already knew. Are you casting lots this morning? Hallelujah. Amen. You know, this message, amen, may not be for you this morning. But this is the message that's prepared for, amen, those that's willing to listen and to check themselves and to see what for is the Lord calling you to a place that you have not prepared. He's calling us today. And so it said, and they said to one another, we're going to cast these lots. Lots fell on Jonah. The eighth verse said, then they said to him, please tell us, for whose cause is this trouble upon us? What is your occupation? What kind of work do you do? And where do you come from? And what is your country? And of what people are you? What the deal is with you, man? So he said to them, I am a Hebrew and fear the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. Then the man were exceedingly afraid and said to him, Why have you done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord. People know when you're running from God. People know when you're lost because he had told them. Then they said to him, What shall we do to you? that the sea may be calm for us. It's only him now. For the sea was growing more temperous. God was getting more angry now because his servant wants to, wants to jump ship and go to Tarsha. And he said to them, pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will become calm for you. For I know this great tempest is because of me. Nevertheless, the man rode hard to return to land, but they could not, for the sea continued to grow more tempest against him. 
Therefore, they cried out to the Lord and said, all of them crying now, we pray, O Lord, please do not let us perish for this man's life and do not charge us with innocent blood. For you, O Lord, have done as it pleased, you. So they picked up Jonah and threw him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. How don't you look at that? The storms of life is sometimes raging. Sickness, diseases, hormone, suffering, trouble, despair, headaches, heartaches, pain, and suffering. It's time that you would evaluate your suffering, your trials, and your tribulations. You need to throw them overboard this morning. Don't pick them up. Throw them overboard and cry out to the Lord. If you cry out unto the Lord this morning and pray that you perish not, and that you're willing and ready to do his will. Look what Jonah did. Then the man feared the Lord exceedingly, as verse 16, and offered a sacrifice to the Lord and took vows. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish in the 17th verse, swallowed Jonah. Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. We want to talk a little bit. I'm going to open the lines up. You all that <clears throat> would want to have something to say about fleeing from the presence of the Lord. We're talking about walking in love. We're talking about how that the Father love us. And that he have called you to do something. And you're not doing what he called you to do. So we want to open the lines because you all know I'm going to shut it down at, at 730. I'm going to shut it off. But what I'm saying this morning to our listeners, you all over in the foreign countries, foreign near, what I'm saying to you is this. Sometimes the suffering around us and that our children and loved ones are going through, it will cease. But you need to see, are you really walking in love? When our heart changes, When our heart change, when we change our mind and change our ways, we can please the Almighty. We can't please Him this morning until we make a decision. 
to stop walking in our own power. We need to walk in his power. We need to walk in love. We need to walk in unity. We need to learn to walk in peace. Uh, Third chapter of Jonah, it talks about how that Jonah made it on a three-day journey and one day, and he finally went and did what the Almighty. Uh, I believe that that was fear working in Jonah in the first chapter when he was told to go down to Nineveh and speak to the people. I believe that that was fear working in him because these people were very, 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 they're very tough characters, very, very cruel peoples, and they would hang you hang you out on the stake. You know, they would hang you up there, and you would, you, you, you know, they would skin you alive and put you on poles and do all type of things to people that uh, uh, would come into that city. You know, this city, amen, uh, was a fortified city with walls. Walls was wide enough to run three chariots side by side up on it. And it had 1,500 towers sitting on top of it. So they weren't no small uh, people uh, in power. And that city was so large until that country was so large until it had cities. That state was so large, whatever they would call it. It had cities in it, just like Texas have, Houston and and uh, uh, Galveston and Conroe and all these. So it wasn't a small place. So it had a mighty king that uh, was sitting on the throne. But when the Almighty, when he sent his servant, thank you, Father, to do a work in a place, does he not give you the ammo to use? He will give you what you need. And so we know what happened when Jonah went into that city. See, I'm glad about it this morning that, you know, if you're going to preach the gospel, you know, if you're fretting back, amen, you need to be drawn back to the word because the word is all we have. You know, whom, whom shall I fear and what shall I be afraid of this morning? See, Jonah... He was not afraid so much of God, but he feared the people more than he feared God. So he said, well, I'm just going to just go over here, and I'm going to get away from these people. He said, I'm not going to them, but God. But God, we serve a merciful God. But finally, Jonah obeyed God, and he did what he was told to do.
Walk like, talk like, even think like you. The only one I could look to. You're teaching me to be just like you. Well, I just gotta be like, like, I just gotta be like you.
don't want to be like you in every way. So if I got to die every day, unworthy sacrifice. But the least I can do is give the most to me. Because being just like you is what I'm supposed to be. They say you came for the lame, I'm the lamest. I made a mess, but you say you'll erase it. I'll take it. They say you came for the lame, I'm the lamest. I broke my life, but you say you'll replace it. I'll take it.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.